There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top of My Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the start of another History Box mini-series. Um... A golden egg has fallen into our lap <laughs> over the last 24 hours, courtesy yeah. of an email from a cunter called Paul Reynolds. He sent us his email. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out. I'll do him the justice of reading it out. Uh, he says, Some time ago, I was introduced to the absolute batshit career of Winston Churchill's little brother, Jack Churchill, a.k.a. Mad Jack. Mad Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you Straight away, we're Jack. rubbing our hands. <laughs> Uh, he says I would strongly urge you to check out or even deep dive his Wikipedia page which sets out a unique record of flash heart-esque military escapades during the big wars it is sensational (laughs) Uh, and then there's a bit which he actually gives us verbatim which we'll leave because we'll cover it in full as we do this Mm. but thank you thank you thank you Paul Reynolds Mm. for suggesting this because we've just had a quick look at the Wikipedia page and yes you are right it is Right up our fucking street. Yeah. So this and, is the history and box. I've got to say, five minutes ago, before we recorded this, we weren't sure what we were going to do for um, no, uh, history box this time around. And uh, and then we checked the email and thought, hmm, Winston Churchill's young brother, Mad Jack, you say? This might be worthy of <laughs> further could, investigation. Could, and sure enough, it is. But we actually this. haven't thoroughly... <laughs> Yeah, we haven't thoroughly gone through the Wikipedia page because we just don't need to. We just know there's gold there. Well, so when you hear, you will hear us discovering this stuff live as we go along. We just, we just read the introductory paragraph of Wikipedia and went, "Yep, yeah, that'll do us." <laughs> and I'll, I'll read it out. Here we go. So it's Jack Churchill. Um, to give him his full name, John Malcolm Thorpe Fleming Churchill. And John then, Churchill, uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, no. John Churchill, Winston's exactly. brother, John. John Churchill. So John, what do you want? So John Churchill. I do represent Winston, the DSO, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. I, I can speak on his behalf. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> He's got titles. He's got the DSO, which is the Distinguished Service Order. He's got the, a bar, um, which is the fucking bar of a medal, uh, Military Cross. Third level military decoration and bar again. Don't know what that means. That's the fucking, that's what holds it on, isn't it? That's what holds his medals on. Uh, born 1906, 
died in 1996. Fucking hell, Euro 96. Fucking he missed hell. out on Euro. He died in March 1996. That's he amazing. That's so amazing. 1996 seems really recent to me. Do you but know what I mean? Was he was the the brother of Winston Churchill? Yeah. So when was when was Winston? When did he? he, Must he be a died. lot younger. You know, like yeah. his his mum got remarried. I think maybe more than once because she was. They were always <laughs> right. quite skin, right? They were. Always, I started reading a Winston Churchill book once, but it was just I don't know. I fucking gave up on it in the end. But because like you know, you're about a thousand pages in, and he's still like, well, I did get to the bit where he he nicked a, he escaped from prison in South Africa when he was fighting in the war mm. by stealing a fucking train, mm. right? Um, so. Yeah, I read a bit of it, but yeah, it might be that she, in one of her several matches, she, she kept having to get married for financial reasons. So she oh, was a right. society oh. person, and she would just track down rich men, right, and marry I've got them. A, I've got a Beatles biography that's a bit like that, that one you're talking about. I've, it's called oh, yeah. In Time. It's by Mark Lewison, who is the Beatles expert. Right. And it's, it's, two, it's two volumes, and they're both mm. about 700 pages each, yeah. and in total, so you look at 1,400 pages, and they end... At about 1962, when they record their first single. So yeah, like, I mean, fucking, I, I feel short-changed. Everything they ever did. I mean, and, people um, might think that we go a bit over the top on these uh, deep dives, right? Yeah. But uh, I would say, well, you know, you've got to keep things light. We're not going into... Don't give us too much detail. Just give us just enough. The right sort so, of detail. So, I've just done the maths, and Winston was 32. When, what, when he was John born? was born, when, when Mad Jack right. was born. Is he definitely yeah. his brother? Fucking hell. Okay. Right, uh, fair That's enough. That's what so, it would have been, mate. It would have been she's she's got married to someone. So she's been having kids with a 32-year gap. So, I mean, if she started at 16, that's 30, 48 when she had another one. Fucking hell. Well, right. don't judge, mate. Don't judge. Some I'm not, women, I'm not. you know, want to be mothers later in some, life. It's, some women it have possible. the capability of doing that. It is. Yeah. yeah. So Jack uh, Churchill was a British Army officer who fought in the Second World War, and here's what he fought with. A longbow, bagpipes, and a Scottish broadsword. <laughs> now, this is World War Two. This is World War Two. We have guns. We have machine grenades. Guns. Yeah. We have machine guns. We have air attack capabilities we've got planes yeah. that can drop bombs it's all going on in World War 2 John right, Churchill I'm, I've just had word that, <laughs> that, there's, that another world war has kicked off now I'm going up in the attic to see if the bagpipes and the broadsorders they're fucking better be I packed them up there in 1918 <laughs> just going up in the attic yeah I mean, there's a war where do I where do I sit I've got me, uh, I've got me longbow, me bagpipes, and me broadsword, so I'm ready for it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about kitting me out because I bring me own stuff. Do you need, bring do you need me to go down the front <laughs> and yeah. get stuck in? Where's it? Where's it all going off? Mainly, it's a world war. I get that, so it's like, man, but where's like the best action at the moment? I'll, I'll, add, I'll <laughs> end there. Trust me, you want me at the fucking front, right? No, no. No, the bagpipes are important. No, I know they look like it's just a heavy bit of equipment that I don't need to carry around, but no. They, uh, it's hard for they me to spirits. explain exactly why, what role they play. It's very hard to explain <laughs> using words, 
but when you see me in action, it will all make sense. Now, this is why it's important to get me straight on the front line. I learnt this in the First World War. Trust I've me. Got, you, I've got you the got to identify the biggest cunt that they've got on their side, right? And I will go over, right, and I will fucking stick the nut on him, right, or hit him with my bagpipes, whatever it takes, and I will chop him down, and then I'll look at the others and go, who's next? And very quickly, you can end a war sooner rather than later with that technique. Once you take out the big cunt first, it's like when you're first taking a new job. I'll be there, down the front, I'll have my broadsword in my right hand, my uh, longbow in the left, and I've got the bagpipes just tucked under my right arm with the mouthpiece. So that's gone. I'm like a one-man band. I'm a bit like a one-man band, but of war. It's fantastic to see. <laughs> People who've seen... This isn't my words. People who have seen me in action... Right, they said I never forget it. It was like poetry, right? It has a big impact on people. So do yourself a favour. Wherever you send me, you might want to get down there yourself so you can watch. Can I just watch give you warring. a little spoiler? Can I just give you a little spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the contents bit at the top of the Wikipedia page there where they break down all the yeah. segments of the page itself. It's got in the post Second World War section, <laughs> one of the segments is entitled Australia and Surfing. <laughs> I fucking invented it. Fucking hell. <laughs> Again, another little spoiler. Second World War is broken down in different segments, and the Yugoslavia section has a subsection which is entitled Capture. Capture? <laughs> Fuck. I've been captured. To be honest, I quite like being captured. Because when you get captured, it gives you a chance for escape. Yeah. War can be very mundane without capture. I welcome it. I welcome a capturing. Mix things up a bit. Yeah. So we're still on the first paragraph. Uh, he fought in the Second World War with a longbow, bagpipes and a Scottish broadsword. Nicknamed Fighting Jack Churchill and also <laughs> Mad Jack. He was known for the motto... Any officer who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't quite chip off the tongue. It's not quite. Um, you know, nothing for a pair. Uh, not in this game. We, but we, we couldn't. We couldn't put it on a t-shirt. No. We couldn't put it on a t-shirt. We could try. We you could say try. that. <laughs> Any podcaster who goes into action without his sword is improperly dressed. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, it's Jack Churchill early life he was born in Colombo British Ceylon to uh, uh, that's where they invented the tea wasn't it Sri Lanka mm. he was born to Alec Fleming Churchill later of Hove East Sussex and Eleanor Elizabeth daughter of John Alexander Bond Bell uh, oh, I don't think he's Churchill's brother he must be his nephew or something does it mention Winston Churchill anywhere? I'm looking for that. I can't find anything. Oh. I'm not even sure he did have a fucking relation to Winston Churchill. Well, th this isn't our fault. This is the fault of the canter who sent this in to us claiming it was yeah. his brother. I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter, does it? It doesn't matter it because says, we... Because it, it, during the capture part, it says he was knocked unconscious by grenades and captured out of the mistaken belief he had a direct relation to Winston Churchill. Uh -huh. So he doesn't. He doesn't. He's Churchill by name, 
Well, it's a happy coincidence because it's what led us to probably pay attention to the email in the first place because you think, okay, Winston Churchill had a a little brother who's bound to have been a bit of a character. But um, we're we're, we're balls deep into the life of John... We're not going to stop. Churchill, we're not going to stop now. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so soon after his birth, family returned to Surrey where his younger brother, Thomas Bell Lindsay Churchill, was born uh, and then they moved to British Hong Kong when his dad was appointed director of public works, blah, blah, blah. Churchill's third and youngest son, Robert Alec Farquhar Churchill, uh, mm-hmm. later a lieutenant in the Royal Navy and Fleet Air Arm, was born in Hong Kong in 1911 and they returned to England in 1917. Um, Churchill was educated at King's William College on the Isle of Man and then he went to the Royal Military College at Sandhurst and served in Burma with the Manchester Regiment. It just simply says after that he enjoyed riding a motorbike while in Burma. <laughs> How was Burma? Um, Burma. I enjoyed riding motorbikes. That's all I can remember. Let's get on to the next bit. I mean, he's infinitely better than Winston Churchill. I'll say that now. You know, when they yeah. have these, who was the greatest Briton of all time? And Winston Churchill invariably wins. Yeah. Fuck that, because listen to this. Jack Churchill left the army in 1936 and worked as a newspaper editor in Nairobi, Kenya, and also as a male model. of course he did he used his archery and bagpipe talents to play a small role in the 1924 film The Thief of Baghdad and also appeared in the 1938 film A Yank at Oxford he took second place at the 1938 military piping competition at the Aldershot Tattoo and in 1939 he represented Great Britain at the World Archery Championships in Oslo and then begins the Second World War can you look to the, to the left, the right hand side there? There's a picture of him staring down the barrel of a Belgian 77 millimetre yeah. field gun. Field Unfortunately, gun. I'm just gonna I'll have a look down here. See see if it needs cleaning out. <laughs> see if I can fit an arrow in it. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not like a Tiananmen Square type situation where uh, there's a Belgian behind it. It's no. it's one that's been captured, and he's just having a bit of a look at it. But uh, so yeah. Uh, Churchill resumed his commission in 1940 after Germany had invaded Poland right I'm going back in <laughs> I've been out the game for a while I've been doing the newspaper editing bit of mail modelling modeling. <laughs> some bagpiping this and that the, the fanny is absolutely out of this world you don't know <laughs> the you mail. know you, you, you don't know which way to fucking turn you've got that much of it hanging about but now it's time to go back into action. Bye-bye, Fanny, I mean, for a few years. The, the Fanny is magnificent in every endeavour that I'm undertaking at the minute. Newspaper editor? Yep. Male model? Fanny. Yep. Archery Fanny. and bagpipe competitions? Yep. Film appearances? Fanny in that game. Fanny, 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 Fanny. But it's time War, to return to my first Not so love. much. Not so much, because you're too busy. But still, there might be a bit of Fanny. Yeah. Time to return to my first love. What? <laughs> Any luck, we might. I might get posted to France, which of course yeah. is uh, dripping in the stuff. Because you do get your uh, your R and R, you get your weekends off, and uh, you can go into the cities and uh, go on the pull. Do a so, bit of uh, French kissing. <laughs> he was assigned to the Manchester Regiment and sent to France in the British Expeditionary Force. In May 1940, Churchill and some of his men ambushed a German patrol. Churchill gave the signal to attack by raising his broadsword. 
<laughs> Where's the broadsword? Attack! Broadswords are so heavy, mate. Yeah, well, he's a strong man, isn't he? Mm. Uh, and Churchill killed a German with a longbow after this action. Uh, however, Churchill never said that his bow had been crushed by a lorry earlier in the campaign. So there's some, it looks like there's some dispute over that, over the state of his bow. Uh, Jack's younger brother also served and led a commando brigade during the war. And their third youngest brother, Robert, <clears throat> was also known as Buster. And he served in the Navy, but was killed in action in 1942. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Jalapeño. On to Norway in 1941. France was dealt with. Moved on to Norway. He was second in command. Uh, number three commando in Operation Archery. Again, it's bone arrow time. Uh, a raid on the... I had no idea this kind of stuff went on in the Second World War. Such rudimentary weaponry. So they had a raid on the German garrison in Norway, uh, in Vagsoy. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and as the ramps fell on the first landing craft, he leapt forward from his position, playing March of the Cameron Men on his bagpipes. Great <laughs> decision, Before isn't it? He, left, he leapt out on the, from the landing craft, playing March of the Cameron Men on the bagpipes and then threw a grenade and charged into battle. <laughs> Bingo. Here we Here go, we lads. Go. go on, lads. Where are you? Lads. Lads. Right. <laughs> Have a listen to this, cunts. <laughs> right. Where's my grenade? Bang. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, put, I tell you what, when they hear the fucking bagpipes, it puts the willies up the opposition. Is it not best to take the enemy by surprise, surely? But not you, you announce to your arrival by playing March of the Cameron Men. Mm. Um, does he, has he got any Scottish blood in him at all? I'm not sure he has. I don't know where he gets that from. But um, Just fucking okay. likes the bagpipes. Just likes the bagpipes, yeah. It's better than an accordion. Mm. Um, like the French so, soldiers yeah, that's, use. That's not, that's not what we had dealt with. He received a military cross and bar for that. Uh, Italy, bag, medal, in the bag. Yeah. Where's next? Italy, Onwards. great. Fantastic <laughs> family there as well. A bit snooty, but you can still, you can soon wear them down if you, you know, if you're relentless in your charm offensive. Weather's a bit better than Norway as well, so hopefully this will be a nice little trip out. Uh, <laughs> 1943, commando officer, July 1943, weather's really good. He led two commando from their landing site at Catania in Sicily with his trademark Scottish broadsword slung around his waist, a longbow and arrows around his neck and bagpipes under his arm, which he also <laughs> did in the landings at Salerno. <laughs> <laughs> Salerno, fucking beautiful place. 
<laughs> I took the bagpipes down there. Right, they racket. didn't get trucking like it. They, they didn't get much peace and quiet once I rocked up with the fucking pipes. They didn't like that one bit, I can tell you. Uh, he was ordered to capture a German observation post outside the town of Molina. With the help of a corporal, he infiltrated the town and captured the post, taking 42 prisoners, including a mortar squad. <laughs> I bet he wasn't told to take prisoners, but he did anyway. I've cut them. I'll. Boss, yeah, I've done it. I've captured the post. Yeah, they had a bunch of lads here. I've captured them all. <laughs> About 42, I think. Yeah, what do you want me to do with them? What? Well, they're captured now. <laughs> well, they were, I go. mean, I didn't want to let them run away. That would be letting them off, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can't so, we make yeah, them work again, for us or something? Broadsword, longbow and bagpipes captured 42 prisoners. Uh, he led the men and the prisoners back down the pass with the wounded being carried on carts pushed by German prisoners. He commented that it was an image from the Napoleonic Wars. <laughs> and he received the DSO uh, and bar for leading this action at Salerno. He later walked back to the town to retrieve his sword, which he had lost in hand-to-hand combat with the German regiment. Fucking <laughs> lost my sword in the middle of it all. I've gone back. I've gone back to get me sword. <laughs> Keep an eye on these 42 prisoners. <laughs> on his way there, he encountered disoriented American patrol mistakenly walking towards enemy lines. <laughs> when the NCO in command of the patrol refused to turn around, Churchill told him, told him he was going his own way and he wouldn't come back for a bloody third time. <laughs> you so can imagine, it, man. Whoa, whoa, what the bloody hell are you lot doing? Where do you think you're going? That's the wrong fucking way. <laughs> This way, I've got some prisoners. Go on, come have a look. Fuck me, what is uh, this fucking silly day? Under Yugoslavia, um, 1944, he led the commandos in Yugoslavia, uh, where they supported Joseph Bros Tito's partisans from the Adriatic island of Vis. In May, he was ordered to raid the German held island of Brac. He organised a motley army in inverted commas, of 1,500 partisans, 43 commando, and one troop from 40 commando for the raid. The landing was unopposed, uh, but on seeing the gun emplacements, which they later encountered German fire, partisans decided to defer the attack until the following day. Churchill's bagpipes signalled the remaining commandos to battle, so the partisans bottled it. They saw some German gun emplacements and thought, fuck this. Uh, Churchill fired up the bagpipes, and signalled the remaining commandos to battle. After being strafed by an RAF Spitfire, Churchill decided to withdraw for the night. (laughs) So the RAF had fucking opened fire on him. He decided to withdraw for the night and relaunched the attack the following morning. It was then that he was captured. Uh, A mortar shell killed or wounded everybody but Churchill the following morning. Churchill was playing, Will ye no come back again? on his pipes as the Germans advised <laughs> will you know come back again <laughs> fucking hell let's just hear a little bit of that shall we yeah will you know come back again here come the Germans right time for a little song bagpipes we'll go to YouTube we'll have a little bit here of what that would have sounded like Thank <laughs> you. 
So uh, it was only Churchill and six others who managed to reach the objective and the mortar shell killed or wounded everybody except Churchill. So he's there on his own playing that as the Germans advanced. Uh, he was knocked unconscious and then uh, captured out of the mistaken belief he had a direct relation to Winston Churchill. Uh, he was flown to Berlin for interrogation and then transferred to Sachsenhausen concentration camp. Uh, September 1944. Churchill, three RAF officers and Major Johnny Dodge uh, escaped using a tunnel dug by themselves in secret. Churchill and RAF officer Bertram James attempted to walk to the Baltic coast. They were captured near the German coastal city of Rostock, a few kilometres from the sea. (laughs) So back back into the concentration camp they went. Fuck. (laughs) We're only a few kilometres from the sea. It's because you're playing them fucking bagpipes, Churchill. Told you to fucking leave it alone. They fucking make it easy for them to track us down. <laughs> i got to do it. It keeps me pecker up. Uh, so, uh, yeah. He was in uh, Tyrol, guarded by SS troops. Um, but then uh, a German army unit then moved in and the prisoners were released. So after the departure of the Germans, Churchill walked 93 miles to Verona in Italy, where he met an American armoured unit. <laughs> He's just walking around doing stuff, isn't he? Just Churchilling around. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> <laughs> fucking no. love war, I do. Because uh, like, everything the... goes mad, and you can just fucking, <laughs> anywhere you go, there's always action. <laughs> Like you just, just like walk around Europe, and you'll just find, you, you'll honestly, you will always find something to do during a war. It's just like a big long activity holiday. I love it. <laughs> uh, on, on, on the Berber, imagine the biggest the... fucking centre parks you've ever been to. That's what the Second World War was like. <laughs> I've heard it's kicking off in Burma, so I'm going down there now. <laughs> <laughs> Churchill was sent to Burma in 1945 where some of the largest land battles against Japan were being fought by the time he reached India Hiroshima and Nagasaki had been bombed and the war ended Churchill was sent to be unhappy with the sudden end of the war saying if it wasn't for those damn yanks we could have kept that war going another 10 years <laughs> <laughs> what? they've shot it down fucking hell <laughs> Whoa, what is it good for? Fucking loads, mate. Everything. <laughs> My peace of mind, for one thing. Fanny, so, music, yeah. fighting, motorbikes, <laughs> getting captured, <laughs> escaping from being captured. Basically everything you want. Ah, oh, dear me. Right, then, um, second, post-Second World War, uh, he qualified as a parachutist. I'm going to get a parachuting now. <laughs> That's where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright to take the bagpipes up with me, innit, when I get the parachute on. <laughs> I can play a tune as I'm coming down. So then he uh, qualified as a parachute, was transferred, transferred to the Seaforth Highlanders and was posted to Palestine as executive officer of the 1st Battalion Highland Light Infantry. He was involved in a conflict in 1948. He attempted to assist um, a medical convoy that came under attack by Arab forces. Churchill was one of the first on the scene and banged on a bus 
offering to evacuate members of the convoy uh, in contradiction to British military orders to keep out of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm going in. I can't. I uh, cannot see situations like that and stand stand by <laughs> passively. Stop my way. Uh, no relief arrived. Churchill and his 12 men provided cover fire against the Arab forces. Two of the convoy trucks caught fire. 77 of the 79 people inside of them were killed. Uh, um, <clears throat> of the experience, he said, about 150 insurgents armed with weapons varying from blunderbusses and old flintlocks to modern Sten and Bren guns took cover behind a cactus patch in the grounds of the American colony. <laughs> I went out and faced them. cactus patch. <laughs> I went out and faced them. About 250 <laughs> riflemen were on the edge of our property shooting at the convoy. I begged them to desist for using the grounds of the convoy, uh, the grounds of the colony. colony for such a dastardly purpose. <laughs> Excellent use of the word dastardly there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then he seemed to retire from military action at that point. Uh, he appeared in the 1952 film Ivanhoe, shot in Britain. Uh, and he appeared as an archer shooting from the walls of Warwick Castle. Uh, and then I might the section, watch that later. Sounds like a good just film. Just a bit. Just Ivanhoe. I mean, didn't didn't um, Roger Moore play Ivanhoe, or was that in the TV series or something? I think that was the TV version, wasn't it? Yeah. I think. Rings a bell. I'm not entirely sure. Um, where are we? Uh, then we come to the section Australia and surfing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in later years, Churchill served as an instructor at the Land Air Warfare School in Australia, where he became a passionate devotee of the surfboard. Fucking Back great. in Britain, he was the first man to ride the River Seven's five-foot tidal bore and designed his own board. How about that? And during this time in Britain, he also worked as a desk job in the army. Uh, that, that was fucking boring. Fucking mad, that. God. It was absolute shit. They wouldn't let me play the bagpipes. <clears throat> I weren't allowed to bring my sword in. Uh, if it weren't for the fu- if it weren't for the fucking surfing at that point in my life, I think I would have packed it all in. It was only the surfing that was keeping me nuts straight. I've got to be honest. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. I've been out in Australia. I've seen all these lads fucking floating about on planks of wood in the fucking sea. I thought, aye aye, and what's going on here? So I was going over, had a chat with them. I fucking, I tell you what, I got on one. I never looked back. Bloody brilliant. I mean. It wasn't as good as war, but I tell you what, it was the closest fucking thing you could get to it. <laughs> Next best thing. <laughs> uh, and I designed my own board with like a little section where I could hold my bagpipes so they wouldn't <laughs> fall off. So I could play while I was surfing. And then we come to retirement, uh, 1959 and 1996. That's a good long period of retirement, isn't it? Really good, yeah. What's that? 37 years of retirement. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, and this is the this is the, the section that uh, Paul sent to us in the initial email that got us hooked. It says Churchill retired from the army in 1959. In retirement, his eccentricity continued. He startled train guards and passengers by throwing his briefcase out of the train window each day on the ride home. He later <laughs> explained that he was tossing his case into his own back garden so he would not have to carry it from the station. <laughs> <laughs> he also enjoyed sailing coal-fired ships on the Thames and playing with radio-controlled model warships. Fucking there great they are. That's a life lived. That's that a life throwing lived. your briefcase out into the back garden, I've often thought that, like, I've never lived 
backing onto a railway line don't think no I haven't but often when you're on the train and you're going along the back of houses mm-hmm. you do often think things like that do you know what I mean yeah if you lived in one of those houses could you jump off could you jump up there the that's edge. the sort of thing you think yeah yeah like you sometimes you might get lucky and it slows <clears throat> down just enough for you to jump it or sometimes it's, just it's, if your kids were in the garden playing and you could wave to them from the train that would be fun yeah. wouldn't it oh they could watch for you coming past yeah the jumping off the train thing it's 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 a subsection of hero fantasies which we've done in the past before yeah. haven't we I've done it I've I've done, that, that has featured a lot in my hero fantasies have often been terror yeah. attacks on trains where I've jumping managed to trains. deal with the terrorists and then jump off with a baby that I'd rescued yeah well done well done Sam uh, so that's pretty much it he died in 1996 at the age of 89 years old in Surrey uh, and the Royal Norwegian Explorers Club published a book that, fe- that featured him in 2014, naming him as one of the finest explorers and adventurers of all time. Quite right. Uh, I had no idea about him until half an hour ago, and now I love the man. Why isn't um, there a fucking film of Mad Jack Churchill? I don't know. I mean, we've just we've, we've covered it there with a, a single podcast episode. Yeah. Uh, there he is. Um that's thanks for listening hope you enjoyed that we'll be back with maybe another history box next week fuck knows um you don't need to be related to Winston Churchill to be a hero be careful on the train